Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Beach Kila Sharim podcast. We continue today in our discussion of Nipul. Nipul is the eighth language form or expression of Tefillah. Nipul, we've explained, is an impassioned plea of humility and nullification, self-abnegation before Hashem, making it clear as we as if throw ourselves at the feet of Hashem that it is only He who can provide us with whatever it is that we need. We continue in Ot Gimel, the third part of our conversation on the Tefillah of Nipul. Yesterday, we, in our introduction to uh, Ot Gimel, we talked about the idea that really Anava is the important key here, that having humility is important to all tefillot and certainly to this tefillah of Nipul, that it is not only a condition in our tefillot, in our prayers, that we have to have a sense of humility, but more than that, it is itself a form of tefillah. It is the essence of tefillah. Rapinkus elaborates on that more today. So what, what does it mean exactly when Chazal tell us that Nipul is a form or an expression or a language of tefillah? It sounds like it's not even the words, it's the actual feeling of humility is itself a form of prayer. What does that mean? How, do, how are we to understand that? So, like we said, it's not just a condition for my tefillah, a condition before I go ahead and ask for what I need or before I say whatever it is that I'm going to say in my tefillah that I have to have anava. That is true. But more than that, the humility is itself the tefillah. That the feeling of humility itself gives off a feeling of request. It gives off a feeling of wanting and needing and supplicating. So what does that mean? How, how can a feeling be a prayer? So, Rapinkus explains, Imagine you have a person who's poor, he's broken, he's, he's been you know, smashed down, he's, he's wearing rags, and he's wounded, he's injured, he looks absolutely terrible. So, if he stands before a person who, uh, you know, a person who's generous, and who has, you know, feelings of mercy and compassion, So, even before this nebuch, this poor person who's wearing his tattered clothing, he's injured, he's in such terrible shape, before he even stretches out his hand for help, before he even asks for anything, the, the, the way that he is literally standing in front of this person, this generous person, that, you know, just his current state, it screams out, please help me. The guy doesn't have to say anything. He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't even have to wink with his eyes. It's so clear from just his presentation that he is in great need of help. That's exactly what we are referring to over here. Vanadiv, Imraklo Lev, if this, you know, donor, if this generous person, if he has at least a heart, so of course, Vandai Yerachim Alav he will certainly have uh, mercy, he will have compassion for this person, and it will give him whatever it is that he needs. So, Kain Hutsi Yorhadal that's exactly what we're trying to show you when a person stands before uh, Hashem, before his Creator. Right? It is revealed before Hashem everything that's hidden in this person's heart. So when this person approaches Hashem and he just falls as if at Hashem's feet with a broken heart, and he has this clear understanding that he doesn't have anything, and you know he has no merits, as we'll see in a second, to he's not deserving of anything. He's only going, going to be able to get anything from Hashem. He recognizes that he doesn't have anything from you know the top of his body to the bottom. He doesn't have 
Torah as a merit, he doesn't have fear of Hashem as a merit. Lo midov, lo mitzvot, he doesn't have good character traits, he doesn't have mitzvot. Vechol chayav rak hevel varik, he recognizes that ultimately he is worthless, he's nothing, his whole life is meaningless. So he says, standing before Hashem with such a recognition, such a feeling, there is no greater request before Hashem, and he doesn't need anything beyond that. As the Pasuk tells us, it's in Tilim Mizmor Kuf Chav Kimol, Avadim. Uh, just like the eyes of the Eved to his master or the eyes of the maidservant to her master, so too are our eyes to Hashem until he shows us uh, grace. Right? All we need is for Hashem to take a look at us and see us in our humble and broken state to see that we truly understand that as many merits as we may have racked up, we are still not deserving of anything we could possibly ask for. That's exactly how we look toward Hashem. And if Hashem only sees us in that state, he sees that we have that recognition and that feeling, that's going to be enough. Just like the person who's poor wearing his tattered clothing and he's injured, he doesn't even need to say anything and it's clear already that a person needs to have compassion on them and give them whatever it is that they're lacking. So too, in the beginning of Mizmor Kuf Chav Gimel, it says, Right? That Shira uh, Malot, a song of ascent, to you I've lifted up my eyes, the one who uh, dwells up in the heavens. A person lifts up their eyes with a great sense of humility, and with feeling of the heart, that he, the only thing that he could possibly get, the only thing he could possibly receive in this world is that which Hashem gives to him uh, and nothing else. He can't uh, ascertain, he cannot uh, receive anything else unless Hashem decides to give it to him. So without even saying anything, without even stretching out your hand, just presenting yourself in this way is itself a really, really powerful and potent tefillah.